Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And we're on break at the moment. We're returning on the 5th of August, so not far away. In fact, probably a week away, uh, which we're incredibly excited to do. We can't wait to get back with you for episode 96, but we didn't want to leave you hanging this week. And so we've gone to the archives. We've got an instant replay episode, a Be Our Guest episode, uh, and we've chosen for you to have a listen to Harry Grant's episode. He was playing for the West Tigers back then, nearly a year ago now, uh, but now playing for the Storm back where he was on loan from and killing it. He was playing well back then and he's playing even better now, so it's good to see. That's right. Played State of Origin 1. Uh, we were actually, after this podcast, he, started, he played the third State of Origin last year for Queensland, clinched the series first pretty much single-handedly uh, and, I mean, directed some proportion of credit to the We Got the Chocolates podcast, I think, from memory. I'd be surprised. But <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm definitely more of my element in this one. I'm rugby league, surfing, it was great. That's right. And Haas was actually on this episode and you've missed him for the last couple of weeks. So <laughs> that is also a good thing. Perfect. Now, make sure you enjoy the episode, guys. We look forward to being back with you the week after live. Well, not live, but certainly current uh, for episode 96. Fantastic to have you. Enjoy. Welcome to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Really, what variety of dog are we dealing with there? Uh, it's like a little poodle looking thing. Is <laughs> <laughs> that has is probably most well known for, well he's the captain of the tightest team like 11 of all time <laughs> so old whisper old whisper because we never shout <laughs> and now over to lee sam and mitch with the marvelous we got the chocolates podcast all right hello 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 and welcome to another episode of the we got the chocolates podcast i'm lee i'm sam i'm mitch and this is episode 56 of the podcast special one today but how's your week been guys yeah, really good. Um, Both went to speak at the same time, which is rare for you, Skinnel. Yeah, very true. But uh, no, week's going fine, I suppose. No major complaints. Has anything? No, a bit of cricket training. Looking forward to our trial game on the weekend. Okay, you know what I have forgot, which is probably why our intro wasn't the best there? I've got no mug in front of me. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Rookie error. No alchemy <laughs> beverage. No, no alchemy beverage, which is really, I mean, you could go to jail for less offences. That's <laughs> this for sure. might so. be a poor episode if you don't have that. <laughs> well, I'm going to go yeah, and sort that out right now. Um, so, boys, today on the podcast, we have a man probably most well known for his role in Love Actually, I would suggest, that 
No, apologies. That's the uh, wrong bio skin that you left open. That's his brother, Hugh, actually. He's, I think he's on next week. Um, <laughs> he, he is, in fact, everyone's second favourite Harry in the world, obviously behind Prince Harry. Has no bigger fan of a royal family you are. Currently contracted to the Melbourne Storm, however, in one of the best zero-interest loans ever acquired, I guess. Uh, he's currently playing in the NRL for the West Tigers. So this is Harry. Harry Grant, we're hoping that we have you on the phone, mate. Are you there? How are you, mate? Yeah, good, boys. How are we going? Very good, and uh, mate, you've uh, you've missed the last few weeks of footy with a with a bit of a knee injury, but you're back this weekend, right? Yeah, hopeful of uh, being back this weekend, and um, it's been a bit tough having no footy the last few weeks, and sort of being on the strict restrictions that we're on at the moment. But yeah, pretty keen to get back out there on the field. Yeah, obviously, Harry, you you would have been asked this a million times, and I'd. We do pride ourselves on trying to not ask those questions. But as you just mentioned it then, I assume that this has been quite a weird season, I mean, for a couple of reasons, but particularly like the COVID-19 stuff. Is it is it been quite strange? Because it seems like you are not allowed to do much without getting in trouble in the media. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, yeah, a very weird season, as it has been for for uh, most of the general public and, and all sports at the, at the minute. But it's pretty hard on the players at the moment, considering that you know, you're not really allowed to do too much outside of footy it's just training playing and um essential food shopping really and walking the dog so i'm out i'm out walking the dog every day trying to get get a bit of fresh air <laughs> really what variety of dog are we dealing with there uh it's like a little poodle looking thing <laughs> <laughs> you made that sound incredibly masculine <laughs> yeah yeah so That's what good. what sort of stuff are you missing the most then you say you've had some restrictions was, was there something in particular you're really missing uh the pub and the beers. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I just, I don't know. You miss hanging out with your mates and just being able to do stuff. Um, you sort of take that a bit for granted at times. Um, you know, surfing, I do love me surfing. So, oh, we've um, heard that actually. Miss a bit of that at the moment. But, yeah, everyone's in the same boat. So, it sort of makes it a bit easier coming into training and that. All the boys are on the same page and, you know, looking out for each other. It's been weird, but. Yeah, I wouldn't change it. I got the chance to play NRL this year, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is a handy setup. Where um, where are you actually located at the moment? Because it sounds like you've probably got tougher restrictions than we have in Brisbane. We've sort of been fairly lucky, I think. Yeah, so I'm in Sydney, but due to all the restrictions, a few things happened with with where I was living, and I'm actually um, just with family friends down in, in Bulwai. So it's actually a pretty good little spot. Okay. And have they completely outlawed surfing as well? Like, so, because surfing, would, we spoke to B. Durbridge a couple of weeks ago, and he was sort of saying that he felt like uh, surfing was quite good for that social distancing type of scenario. But Yeah, well... <laughs> I was sort of under the same impression. There's no corona <laughs> in the water. Yeah, that's right. But, um, yeah, it's just a part of what they had to do and to you know, keep the game going and keep the NRL going. Um, that, we had a few weeks where we could, could do a few things, but then there was a few more spikes in cases. So yeah. they put us back on the uh, on the stricter protocols. What I really wanted to know is how does a guy who's born in Rockhampton and grew up in Yapoon become such a good surfer? Because I've seen your Instagram page and there's some incredible photos. You're a pretty good surfer, mate. <laughs> Um, we do get, actually get a few waves in Yapoon. There's you sort of got, you got to go up the beach to get waves. So everyone sort of comes to Yapoon and sees the the main beach and it's flat and and wonders how people surf in Yapoon. But the islands just off Yapoon sort of block all the swell. Mm. So yeah, you got to have four drive and and go up the beach and you you do jag a few good days, but a lot of it's just surfing uh, 
two foot wind swell really uh, well um, myself and and has actually have both been in your poon in the last week um, I don't know whether you've seen Harry but uh, but has we do you want to explain what you were actually there for because that was probably it would interest Harry quite a bit by the sound yeah well I was there for surfing um, but it was it was surfing in a wave pool so they, as you know probably know Harry they've got the uh, surf lakes wave pool up there now so I was lucky enough to get the opportunity to surf that which was which was a bit different yeah I actually uh, I seen the um little thing yesterday the little video of the surf lakes and uh and you popped up with your um <laughs> what are they the no-tox the t- oh, no-tox boards right you know what if you if, if, if you ever need a new surfboard little plug there <laughs> if, if you're after a new surfboard i've got the right look, one for you that's the greatest yeah. the greatest person at plugging sponsors you ever see he's even got you to remember the name of it just by getting on the tv <laughs> yeah i might have to, i might have to uh, get on that what is it no-tox they're sort of environmentally friendly aren't that's they that's it sustainability made with flax a plant based product so. okay you've rehearsed that too <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> good ass um, have you had the chance to get up and surf in the wave full though or no I haven't had the chance how, how did you boys go on it was it was it pretty good oh, oh well, when involved. you say you boys it was, yeah just has yeah myself just and Mitch has. myself and Mitch are terrible and so I was yeah. actually in your poon for well, oh, sort of for cricket, but then all I really found out was it was quite a long walk back from the Strand to our accommodation. Um, <laughs> that was my that was my main learning. Um, now, Haz, yeah. Haz is really the only one that can surf. Well, I'm pretty good, aren't I, Haz? But naturally, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> no, definitely not. I uh, know it was good fun. Actually, they had a few like pros up there who got the uh, the best reef to surf on with the best forming waves. So um, I was more on the beginner stuff, but it was still a lot of fun. Had a great time. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're a beginner, yeah, good. what I mean. Mitch, what's our level? They're, they're terrible. I've <laughs> hardly ever surfed. <laughs> you look good to us. <laughs> yeah, I think you might I was, struggle I was, a bit. Um, <laughs> I was actually up there when they first opened it, and they did like a sort of an investors' day. I think it was end of last year, and they had a, f- a few pros up there, and and they were supposed to surf it, and um, so I think they surfed it for like maybe half hour in the morning, and and something happened with um with it, and it, it wasn't working, so all the all the surfers ended up at the strand for two days. <laughs> yeah, just a bit of a prototype. So plenty of things going wrong, but yeah, it's yeah, a cool concept. Yeah. yeah, and I just wanted to warn Lee and Mitch here because they've used my name as has a fair few times so far, and I think that might get a bit confusing, Harry, for you because I think your, your, nickname? your nickname might also be has shorter oh, really? for Harry, maybe. So confused. Oh, yeah. yeah, but Harry knows, Harry knows we're not on nickname basis with him yet, so. I'd be using his middle name if he gave it to me. (laughs) Harry, we we talked about the fact that obviously surfing, footy, probably more footy predominantly now. Um, Any other sports, like we sort of pride ourselves here, well, two of us, um, Haz is obviously actually good at one sport. Um, Myself and Mitch are more probably, we're good at a few, but they're never quite good enough at any. Um, Any other sports that that you were uh, quite talented at in your younger days? Growing up, I played a fair bit of sport. I played a bit of everything, really. Me and my mum and dad were pretty keen sports people, and, and I got three older brothers, so you know we were always doing something. Whether it was touch footy, you know, I played a fair bit of AFL when I was younger, actually, athletics, cross country. But yeah, really, my, my main ones were just yeah, footy and surfing. Surfing was more just a something to get off from footy, and then I kind of always had that love for for footy really yeah right because I was, I was actually going to ask like when has has says you're good at surfing like how good are we talking was there ever a point where you had to consider like a, a career in surfing like was it hard to, to choose <laughs> playing footy like how yeah. <laughs> no no not that good no I just yeah I just enjoyed it and 
had a few years out of uh, rugby league when I was probably 13, 14, early 15. So that's sort of predominantly where I fell in love with surfing and surfed a, a fair bit during those years. And it, to be honest, it kind of helped me get through. I had just injuries that everyone goes through, but you know, having something away from footy, which at the time was, you know, I lived for footy at the time as a, as a little grommy, but yeah, having something away from footy was pretty pretty helpful for me at the time and something that you know I look forward to now is getting away from footy with me surfing. And so the 15, you still weren't playing footy, like you'd had a break from that, Harry. At what point did it become pretty obvious that you were going to be a professional footy player? Was it when you came back at 16, I assume? Yeah, I, I sort of, uh, you always want to do it as a kid growing up, as, as you probably know, Sam, if you, if you, with your cricket and that. But um, yeah, I, I just sort of, always wanted to play footy I guess and when I was probably 15 coming back 16 17 I think 17 was 16 17 was probably the years where I thought oh I'm pretty um keen to have a crack at it and make something of it and yeah I'm pretty fortunate that I landed in um some pretty good spots at at the right time and yeah you know just enjoying playing NRL yeah, well, you certainly had made something of it. I mean, before your injury this year, you were leading the 2020 Daly M medal tally, um, despite not playing the first couple of games of the year. So not a bad effort for your first season as the first choice hooker in the NRL. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Very good. Wait, so did you say you were out for three years with an injury? Is that is that right? Have oh, I that right? So like I had a little one when I was 13 and then, I think I come back and played one game or two games and then had another injury for a year and then that was sort of like like a year, another year. So I oh, missed yeah. the first part of the 15 season and just sort of played the back end. But it's sort of a blessing because I always played like in the halves growing up and then when I came back in the school team, like the, the coach was like, oh, we got we got some halves, like we got pretty good halves, but we got no hooker. Do you want to play hooker? And I was like, my all my family growing up, like my brothers, my dad and my pop and all that have all played hooker. So I was just like, yeah, yeah, sweet. Like, and um, yeah, it sort of all just worked out well. It sort of probably transitioned me at the right time from, from playing in the halves to, to dummy half. And then... Yeah, right. No, I yeah. just thought, thought that was pretty loose. I can't remember seeing anyone get that unlucky with injuries at such a young, <laughs> such age. A young yeah. age. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then also as a professional oh. surfer then as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was on the WSL at 13. <laughs> yeah. 
goes towards probably one of those questions you answer quite a bit, but I'm genuinely curious because we don't talk much about loans on this podcast because has pays for everything in cash. Um, <laughs> the, the only uh, thing, the, only the, the, the context that you need to know there is that has is probably uh, most well-known for, well, he's the captain of the tightest team, like 11 of all time. So essentially our tightest mates, um, he cap- yeah. captains that side. He's, has been yeah, known with to, his money. Tied with his money. Yeah, has been known to sort of collect little bottles of shampoo and conditioners when he stays in, <laughs> when he stays in hotels and things like that. <laughs> so old whisper, old whisper, because he never shouts. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Um, so we haven't talked too much about loans. So how does how does this whole process sort of work? Like in terms of at the start of this year, you thought you were just going to be with Melbourne. And then, bang! All of a sudden, see you later. You're going over here for a few games. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a um, different sort of scenario that we found ourselves in, and um, I guess it was just a good opportunity to play some NRL week in, week out. And likewise for Paul going down the Storm, like to experience the um, the world class organisation that that the Melbourne Storm is. And yeah, the sort of the clubs, both clubs were pretty um, pretty good in getting it done. And then, yeah, it sort of at the time it seemed a bit weird, but if you look at the NRL now, like there's that many players that have been just because the situation we're in with the COVID and there's no rugby league. There's a lot of players on loan and and it's short term loans, so like you know two weeks, four weeks, six weeks. Where, yeah, that's right. Whereas I'm pretty lucky that you know this this is a whole year thing. So in, in turn, I can you know really set my sights on what I wanted to do here at the Tigers. And same with the club with having me here for the year. And and uh, it's not sort of the unknown of not knowing whether the club's going to pull you back at any time, which is with some of the players at the minute on yeah. loan to other clubs. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, you're having a really good year so far and I've done some research that, you know, your tackle tackle efficiency is up in the 90%, like up above 90% oh, yeah. well and truly. Um, but there's is it nerve-wracking? Like a few of your guys in your team have been dropped over the last few months for missing too many tackles apparently. Is that is that nerve-wracking having guys drop for missing too many tackles? Probably not when his efficiency is 92%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, not really, I think. Yeah, I just, I don't know, go out and just try and be the player that everyone wants to play with, really. That's something that I try to do each week is earn, earn my teammates' respect. And I think if you're going to, if you have that sort of mindset and mentality, I think you'll do your job for the team. And yeah, it's kind of your mindset going into the game. I don't really look too far, too much into whether you're going to get dropped or not. And yeah. yeah, just try and buy into what, what, the, uh, what the team's doing that week. Yeah. yeah. Christian Welch told us that. You know, the time back home in Yapoon where you might have faked a beach rescue with a mate to uh, be part of a feel-good story in the local newspaper. Yeah, well, see, Christian Welsh is um, all about the feel-good stories, mate. You haven't you seen his Instagram? All it is is... Yeah, that's true. Him, he's just... He, that's all he's for. So, no, so you actually you actually saved someone? Was there a, was there a rescue you were involved in or what's... <laughs> Yeah, there was a little rescue, but um, I think it was Christmas Day or, or, or New Year's Day one year and... Um, me and my old boy were at the beach and there was a mother and daughter that were, were getting um getting like sucked out back out to the sea so yeah we we didn't know what was going on and we thought it was we could hear something but we didn't really know what was happening and then we just yeah seen them getting getting uh, taken out and yeah I don't know we just swam out and 
help them back into shore. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, make that sound so this is a real, But this is a real story. The way that the way that we interpreted it was it was a completely fabricated story. Wow. <laughs> well, that's the way that Welshie, yeah, yeah, that's the way that Welshie would have told you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear me. Hey there, thank you for listening and sorry for the quick break, but we did feel it was important to tell you about a great sponsor that we have for this podcast and that is Alchemy Cordial. They have been supporting us since pretty much the very beginning. Yep, and they've got plenty of delicious beverage options. So if you're having a break, feel free to go grab one. They've got coffee syrups and cordials and all sorts of things that I'm sure you'll be able to get around. Absolutely. In fact, they have so many that when we recorded episode 95 live on the deck, we gave away like $800 worth of alchemy to one particular lucky person. And I went and picked up the box the other day. It was one flavor of pretty much or one of every flavor that they have in their range. And it weighed an absolute ton. I was probably the only person in the world that could have picked it up. I find that very hard to believe, but you must have drank a lot of the uh, superfood elixirs to give you that extra strength to pick them up, I reckon. Good has. But yeah, if you want to get some yourself, guys, you might be able to find them at a a local cafe or something like that. I saw them up the coast the other day, Malula Bar, good cafe. Don't know the name of it, but they were in there. There you go. Or you can uh, get it from their website at alchemycordial.com.au and use the code WGTC10 at the checkout for 10% off and free shipping on your order. Excellent. And back to the episode. Um, I got some mud on Christian. Like if he, oh, well, hit us with it. Go yeah, on. Yeah, well, he listened. On I heard. Um, there used to be a few stories that uh, Billy Walters used to live with him in Melbourne, and he used to always um, you know, try his try his best to to impress some girls and you know Christians at at that stage in his life where he's looking to settle down and find the right girl, and um, he used to always do the right thing by them and invite them over and cook them dinner. <laughs> But, um, he claims was, he's quite a good cook too, he reckons. Yeah, he does claim it. And he lets everyone know. It's like many things. He lets everyone know about it. But he claims that um, yeah, he's a good cook. So he, he used to uh, you know, offer them dinner and, and cook them dinner. But there's numerous times that he said uh, I used to burn the food, the fire alarms would go off, <laughs> and, uh, and he'd end up with Uber Eats on the couch. So, um yeah, I don't know how his uh, how his cooking goes and and how his dating life is going, but yeah, that's a little insight to Christian. Right there you go. But that is brilliant, um, Harry. The only <laughs> issue there is that it then is the perfect segue to ask you a how your cooking goes and b how your relationship status is looking. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, can't cook to save myself. And... <laughs> perfect. Mate, we're in, we're in a uh, strict bubble at the moment, so my relationship singles, uh, my relationship status is very single. Yeah, that's fair. Well, talk, that's talking fair. about the Uber Eats, Christian actually wanted you to tell us a story about the Uber Eats pizza delivery. We don't know anything else about it, but <laughs> <laughs> he's just got a bank, like he, he had like an exercise book. I just like, like <laughs> yeah, I just um, yeah threw myself into that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for another day, boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very fair. What about um? Because Christian was also wasn't he banned from Tinder and and all those sorts of apps? Can you shed any light? Oh yeah, did you know about that? Because he, he gave us nothing when we asked him. Yeah, about he, he tried to play like a real solid forward defence when we asked him about <laughs> that. <laughs> well, there was nothing getting through. Well, he pays for like Tinder. Um, <laughs> what's the other one? Bumble and yeah. and Hinge. He 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 pays for uh, uh, monthly. Um, Subscriptions for all those dating apps just to, wow. you know, I think you might even be on eHarmony, but yeah. 
<laughs> well, mate, I, I don't it's know. Best. I don't know if you're allowed to get Uber Eats at the moment in your bubble or not. But uh, I don't know if this this is on Uber Eats. But if it is, you need to check out Alchemy Australia products, mate. They've uh, got a wide range of beverages, um, some superfood elixirs, beetroot, turmeric, matcha. They uh they got some cordials if you're into that, some smoothie bases, some uh, syrups for your coffees and and lattes. So make give them a go. As as per usual, with the unbelievable the sponsor Plug King. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> this is what Harry usually like. If I was better on the buttons, I'm meant to play this sort of sound effect as well every time has says something like that. Um, oh yeah, just gives these little spawners. Yeah, play. should have yeah. played that with the no talks one as well. Really. Yeah, I should have. Actually, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that's not a personal one, Harry. That's uh, that's a group. That's our podcast. That is sponsors, a podcast so. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah. Doing, you're doing us a favour there. That is true, actually. Um, Harry, I was going to get your thoughts here. Uh, I don't. You mentioned AFL before. I don't know how how much you follow it, but um, Mitch Robinson's a Brisbane AFL player. He uh, it's generated some discussion amongst us recently because he came out and tweeted saying basically as a public service announcement no one gives a flying fuck uh whether we cost you a hundred dollar multi it's a five dollar bet you idiots blah 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 and sort of just sprayed everyone obviously on the back of him getting some abuse uh sort of online um i wanted to know because yours is probably you could you do you ever get like i guess we can go that but then the reverse of that as well where you get like weird creepy love messages for being the greatest super coach bargain ever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, man, I, I actually haven't received any of the uh, messages about multis and that. <laughs> um, there's there's been a few about Supercoach, but yeah, I sort of just leave them hanging with them. I, I don't really look too far into it. <laughs> but, I would like yeah, to thank you as well because I definitely got you in my Supercoach team and you helped me out there. So <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, pretty devastated really. when I had to sell you and you got injured. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but now yeah. I get a, yeah, you get a few from the West Tigers fans. They're all legends, and uh, gives you a few good little messages. That sort of yeah, you know, it's hard. It's hard not to look into them because sometimes you look into them and they're good. But you know, you, you do get the occasional uh, bad ones. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes gonna, you wish you didn't see. <laughs> I was going to say it'd be hard because some of them would be quite uplifting, but then obviously now that there'd be plenty of West Tigers fans probably badgering you about, mate, what do we need to do to make you stay? Like if we get a all-you-can-eat <laughs> Pizza Hut back in West Tigers territory in the bubble <laughs> we just stay then and things like that yeah 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 there's there's a few like that but yeah i try to stay clear of them and just um uh, not look into it too much very fair look uh <laughs> a few of my mates found out that we were chatting to you tonight and um got a got a request tim's come up with a scenario for you so he says you've got a three-day bender in front of you and you've got to pick three blokes to join you who are you picking and, and why Chris, oh, really? Christian Welch because he's got premium access to all dating apps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, definitely not Welshy. <laughs> what is it? Rosé. He, on nights out, he buys bottles of rosé. Yeah. Okay. That's that. different. That is different. <laughs> Jeez, he just never came clean with that either. Yeah. He reckons it's the, uh, you know, it's the cheap option, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, three blokes. That's a tough one. Like... Three of the boys, or just three, uh, three. Um, no, you can go three complete randoms if you want. Oh, you're going like celebrities, do you mean? Yeah, do you mean celebrities? Oh, that makes it way more thing? interesting, I reckon. Go celebrities, surely. Can we? I'd yeah, hijack sure, the question. Why not? Charlie I'd hijack Luke. Or someone, but, or Charlie Sheen. Like Shane Margaret Robbie. Uh, <laughs> 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 nah, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard one. I can't, I can't, uh, I feel like looking through your Instagram posts, um, 
someone you got a bit of a bromance with might be a guy who de- de- debuted for the Storm recently, Cooper Johns. Oh, yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah, I used to live with Coops and uh, lived together for like two and a half years. And yeah, we just did have a tight little bond. Still do. Probably Coops. He's, he's good value on the beers. He doesn't need to be on the, on the beers, but he's good value. Um, Brandon, Brandon Smith's good on the, oh, on the yeah. beers. He's a good value. Yeah. Some of the Tigers, that the West Tigers, that's really good is, is Josh Reynolds. He's, He's really? one of the best okay. blokes going. Yeah, he's one of the best blokes ever. Yeah, see, this is <laughs> um, the this is that the media ruins this stuff too. Because sometimes we yeah, like, I was just saying like yeah. growing up like even like because Josh was playing when I was just a little kid like enjoying NRL and yeah <laughs> yeah he's playing for the Bulldogs and I sort of had the same perception on him. But yeah, when you meet him, he's just a legend. And he gets on the footy field and he's just so competitive. Like he he just doesn't you know he, he all he wants to do is win and he doesn't really. Uh, you know, he does whatever it takes to win and that. So, but off the field, he's yeah, he's a legend. He's one of the best. Who do you got? Who do you got? Three days. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not taking it. Because he's a teetotaler. Uh, no drinking not whatsoever. Because he wouldn't wouldn't share uh, shout any. And also, he wouldn't shout him. <laughs> well, I, I might shout, but I wouldn't be drinking the beers. So I probably would be no good value. So yeah, I'm sorry, I'm the non alcoholic. We've had well. one of Hazard's teammates come on before and say that he did feel quite socially awkward when he went up, like on a on a sort of mad Monday or after a game scenario. Luke Feldman said that he had to go up and order a whole bunch of beers for everyone and a chocolate milkshake. Yeah, <laughs> and the chocolate milkshake the was chocolate obviously milkshake. for Haz. <laughs> no one arguably worse than a rosé has, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I probably wouldn't take Mitch either because he'd just go missing, I reckon. Like, you, you're the best smoke bomber in the business. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Just yeah. fresh out of there without saying goodbye. It'd be like, like <laughs> yeah, Mitch, we go for a three day bender, and Mitch would leave after eight hours. What about actually? I was at a at a work function the other day. Speaking of good smoke bombs, someone's handed me their beer to hold for them while they go to the bathroom, which is fine. I just thought it'd take a couple of minutes, and then I'm sort of like forty five minutes has passed, and I'm still <laughs> holding this beer, and I'm trying to find this bloke who's just been in the bathroom the whole time, and he just yeah, let's, he's done. So that's, yeah. that's it. Was there still anything? Was it empty bottle uh, or was it still, was a flock of full beer did you just, drink it yeah I ended up drinking it <laughs> 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 you can't do that it's just bizarre it's just smoke bombed uh, that free, is elite free beer, <laughs> that's, free a, beer. <laughs> that's a very good one um, Harry I've got no possible way of segueing to this uh, but I wanted to ask your thoughts We on last week's podcast episode uh, I was actually in Yapoon so your neck of the woods and yep. we played a cricket game and at our AFL trainings uh, recently, there's been this real spate in people that are just trying to, well, they're just wearing skins only uh, or like com- like tights yeah. to training, zero shorts over the top, just just tights only. Um, and so I, I got myself just thinking like, I, I feel like Yapoon would be a great place to sort of ask <laughs> just some civilians and ask, you know, Guys, can you see this taking off out here? Yeah, mm. definitely, definitely a yes from me. Oh, it's probably a strong no. <laughs> Fucking strong no. Any particular reasons? Well, you look like a dickhead, that's why. <laughs> Is that my brother? <laughs> it could potentially be. So what I, what I want to know from you, Harry, is A, does that surprise you, being that your hometown, and B, is it something that you actually do on an elite level? Is there any reasoning for wearing tights only? Because it's taken off in AFL for some reason. That actually sounded like my brother in that audio too. So. Well, I'm going to go and ask. I'll put, I added him on Facebook, so I'll, he doesn't have the same last name as you, which is a good start. <laughs> I don't know where this has come from, but um, I actually, actually did. Uh, I have been... Well, I don't know, there was a couple of sessions where I wore 
just tights because uh, sort of a recommendation from the surgeon after the knee surgery, uh, he just said to uh, keep a bit of compression okay. over the knee and over the lower leg. So um, I just I just rolled with the uh, just the long tights and, and that's all. So, no shorts over um, the top either. No, you went no shorts. Uh, well, yeah, I just roll with just the tights and save a bit of washing. Yeah, very, very but, um, <laughs> did you come yeah, a spray but, from yeah. the boys at training or how, did, how was it received? Yeah, cop a few little looks and a few sprays, but um, yeah, safe to say if I'm wearing tights, I wear the shorts over the top now. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna, it'd make you harder to tackle in a post drill. Surely you can't get dacked. It's just could be a little. Yeah, that, yeah, you could be onto something there. <laughs> that's exactly right. Oh, that's very interesting. But um, yeah, no, the the uh, country folk that I ran into, Harry, they were not overly forgiving <laughs> for that type of attire. Yeah, it was pretty. Do you have though, a um? It? Do you have a name at all? Who was it? <laughs> uh, his name was George. George, no, oh, this could be really not very entertaining listening if I spend the whole time trying to look this up. <laughs> but but I will find it. Take a minute. Yeah. yeah, no, I'll find it. Don't you worry. Oh, did you get Did you get that mail from uh, some of the boys? No, that was no, random. Yeah, like Lee, generally, one. that was that was Twice a, one is genuine random segment from a couple of oh, weeks ago. I thought. I thought <laughs> I thought that was uh... no. That was not meant to be a stitch up at all. I was just. Oh, I uh... thought that was a stitch up. No, nah, no. Uh, I was. I was genuinely getting your thoughts there as to. Uh... Oh, I thought. I thought you must have had um. Yeah, a few contacts within the West Tigers uh, walls. No, not at all. No, certainly not. <laughs> um, I haven't infiltrated that far. Yet. No, his name's George. <laughs> George Stacy is his name. That was worth the wait. Oh. Don't know him. <laughs> Perfect. We'll see if we can finish with a bang. See if there is a story you can tell us. Been told to ask you something to do with bin chickens. Are you, are you a bin chicken or what's what's going on down there? <laughs> yeah, that was um, yeah, that was Joshy Reynolds actually. He's a little little bin chicken. Uh, no, I think he just I don't know. He was doing an interview and he sort of come up with uh, yeah. Calling me a bin chicken or something. <laughs> Based on your looks, or because I got right. re- I got referred to as a pickle with a mustache the other day, so which oh, was yeah. fairly random. Um, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> doppelganger. But I can't imagine that Harry having looked at a couple of your photos that you resemble a bin chicken ibis too much. <laughs> well, no, me and like me and Cooper and that when we were um, living together back in Melbourne, we used to, you know, the ibis sort of always found it pretty funny how people called it the bin chicken and that and used to have a bit of an inside joke with that and then it sort of made its way onto Instagram as a bit of a laugh and then uh Joshy Reynolds caught hold of it when he um yeah and then was doing an interview and they asked what what I'm like as a person or player or whatever and um Josh sort of um, related me to a bin chicken. He said, "Oh, he's a bit like a bin chicken, mate. You know, he just <laughs> gets out in the field and he just scraps for everything, and he's just he's just everywhere and scrapping for everything." So, it's a bit of a backhanded yeah, comment. Kind of a, yeah, a bit of a backhanded comment. That's where the, the that's where the bin chicken came from. Our, our cricket physio Martin Love, we call him bin chicken now. It's not a really compliment at all because uh, <laughs> he was he was he used to play cricket, but doesn't anymore. But he had a bit of a, like a legends competition, an old guys game coming on and. Uh, uh, there was a few guys who were throwing out cricket kit at the end of the year and, and threw it in the bin and he went over to the bin and pulled out the old thigh pads and the gloves that were in oh, there so he kidding. could so he could use them in his game. So he's, he's known as the bin chicken now. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Harry, or oh, Haz, um, the real Haz, uh, we do appreciate you coming on the podcast, mate, and uh, being able to have a chat to us. Hope you have a good rest of your season. Sweet, boys. Cheers. <laughs> There you go, boys. 
Yeah. What about that? Yeah, that was good. That was yeah, excellent. Good little chat. No, we, really. we always used to play rugby league. I love my rugby league, so it was good to talk to another NRL player. Yeah, it's excellent. And he has had a massive breakout season too, so uh, definitely a name to watch. If you're not familiar with Harry Grant, then you certainly want to make yourself familiar with him because he's going great guns. Hopefully he plays in the Origin team this year. Mm, correct. Yeah, oh, yeah, see. that'd be excellent. Do we have a hooker? Ben Hunt, maybe. He's or Queensland, obviously. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. Uh, Reed Marnie, there's different options, but yeah, true. Get, get Harry in there, I reckon. Excellent. All right. Well, guys, that is all we have time for on episode 56 of the podcast. Thank you very much for being with us. A couple of things that you need to be aware of. Um, we obviously have a website that we use as pretty much our point where you can just go and find everything that's happening with the podcast at the moment. Skin, that is... We got the chocolates.com.au. That is correct. And also, guys, uh, exciting piece of news. We mentioned Alchemy once there has mentioned it very well. What we should have told you is that now we also have a code. Uh, if you use WGTC10 when you go to the Alchemy uh, Cordials website, you will find that you get 10% off your order there as well, which is amazing. How so, good is that? Yeah, go and support them because then you can just try for yourself as to whether it is as good as what we've been saying it is. All right, well, we'll be back same time next Thursday, guys, 7 a.m. They come out and we look forward to you getting it in your ears then. Thank you very much. Yeah. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.